yo, yo. Welcome back to the shoe program. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all listening. Marvin and Jay, what's up, fellas? What's going on, my man? Nothing much. We back. We back. We are definitely back. And we got some big news to talk about today. A game that we kind of touched on on the last episode. Um, but we're actually going to give a review of today and just kind of go into detail and depth about the gameplay, mechanics, and just overall how we feel about it. And that's Elden Ring. Um, I appreciate you, Jay, and, and Marv for turning me on to it because I probably wouldn't have picked up the game otherwise. Um, but yeah, how are we feeling about the game so far, fellas? Game of the year. Hang on. Game of the year. Game of the year, bro. I don't know about game of the year. It's a great game. Game of the year, dog. <laughs> game of the year, bro. What 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 else? What else is gonna top this, bro? That's coming. Garfield. Literally. Garfield, yeah. Uh, all right, bro. That's if we get that. Okay. Oh, also God of War Ragnarok on top of that too. So that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I think Ragnarok was gonna be game. In my personal opinion, Horizon is still still is better. But this is my Horizon is fire, my G. But I feel still feel like there's high criticism. But Elden Ring's pretty good, man. It's up there. It's a good game. It's, there, I, like I say, it's a good game, <laughs> and I appreciate y'all for turning me on to it. But um, you know, we go. We it's got its flaws, which we'll get into later on. But uh. What has been your favorite part so far, Marv? I think the fact that it is such a complex game, even though that's very daunting, but like you can literally do, you can play this game. There's no way, there's no one way to play this game. You literally play 15 million ways and still end up with great outcomes. It just depends on how much time you will invest in it. And I feel like if they treat this like previous titles, you know, similar to something like a Witcher, I mean, you pretty much got endless options of what you can do with the game. So that's pretty serious, man. So it's kind of just like, you don't really get that out of a lot of games. A lot of games want to, you know, try, try, try to take on the whole Call of Duty model and be able to uh, have this just long drawn out, just consistent player base fest of just content. And I'm like, they do end up being given this terrible content for two three years and expect the player base to just carry and accept that versus this i feel like if you truly got into this game and it's addicting it's fun at times even though it's highly frustrating but once you get it figured out like it's consistently challenging and i think uh sometimes it can be debated that it's highly unfair but at other times you can be like well it's kind of like on par for the course like i think every everything can have room for improvement but for the most part i just think this is a dope game there's nothing i've never played anything like this in my entire life well, for me, I, I'm, I I feel what you're saying. I think, uh, you know, I'm a big RPG fan. Uh, I come from the the Final Fantasies, the Dragon Quest, the, uh, you know, all the Square Enix Final Fantasy stuff. And nothing I enjoy more than a open world, um, un, uh, non-linear gameplay RPG experience. Now, what I like about Elder Rings, especially what I didn't appreciate about the... Uh, the, the previous Dark Souls, Souls type games that I really couldn't get into was that uh, I feel more rewarded because I have freedom to do whatever I want. I can fight these monsters that probably you guys probably haven't faced. So I have a, you know, I have a different experience every time. You know, kind of what Marv was saying, you know, there's, there's so many bosses and you can the map is big enough to where you can go out and adventure and go to a new part of, of the map that you've never uh been around or experienced yet and fight some stupid boss 
that's overpowered and you're gonna get killed like 48 times but um i what makes me what makes what i enjoy about it is though is that every time we play together you know we all have like new shit on like yeah we all have new armor on it's because we all went on our own like journeys and shit you know what i'm saying i think that's fucking cool like you know excuse the language but i just think that's cool because i you, you want to be able to you know you want to be able to to go on your own little journey and get rewarded after defeating this hard difficult boss and stuff like that so i, I like that aspect of it i like i think a lot i think rpgs i'm a big fan of rpgs being line non-linear i think personally i think i mean i think certain rpgs uh well for the most part i think rpgs should be non-linear because the whole idea is to be is is role playing and when you're role playing something you need to have uh choices so it's you know so i think so i love rpg that's not linear and you're only going on a linear path and we're all doing the same thing and then maybe there's only one or two choices you know what i'm saying no i want many choices so uh, you know that's what I appreciate about massive Mass Effect. But you know, imagine if Mass Effect was was open world and you had way more choices. And that'd be a that hey man, that'd be game of the century right there. But um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I you know I I'm enjoying it. I don't I think it's definitely game of the year material. But I just think there's more heavy hitters coming out later in the year that's gonna uh, that's gonna kind of push Elden Ring to the side. We gonna see, buddy. What about you, Um, I will say, like, I, I was pleasantly surprised, like, with the story. I know when we when we first spoke about it, um, I was worried about like the nonlinear aspect of it. I guess because a lot of times when you do that, it, story can get lost or stuff cannot be explained enough. Um, I will say, I think I still don't know the entire story of Elden Ring. Like, I would probably like a little more story, but I've learned a lot about the story from doing like a lot of the uh, side missions, like the side quests. Um, and I think that that's really cool, getting to learn about, you know, different Tarnished and Ronnie, the witches and then different stuff like that. So that was really cool, getting a chance to do all that. Um, it, just overall, just like you said, I guess, going and, and getting a chance to everyone get different armor and doing different quests on your own, that, that's cool. I do like that. Um, and being able to choose what type of character you are like me being a mage and mostly doing ranged attacks and you guys up close and personal you know samurais and different uh you know elements that they give you for different classes is really cool too um i do enjoy that um it's different playing a game where you have to like run around enemies and try to avoid people to get to different areas and to uh figuring out that certain areas farther away might be easier to, to fight people than the areas that are right up close on you um, it's weird because like like the guy was saying in, the, in that uh, Instagram video I sent the other day like the first boss you see when you step into the world is like a boss that you can't fight until you're like level 60 or 70 and he's like <laughs> the first boss you see immediately you know what I'm saying like you have no way to beat that dude when you first step out when you first step out of the, the temple so it's, it's different you know just getting a chance to, to play it um, us having faced Margit at first and Thinking that that shit was hard, and then getting into the game, realizing like that margin is nothing, basically, like compared to some of these other bosses. Um, right. So it's just it's it's been interesting. It's been cool. Um, I'm glad I got a chance to play it. Um, I I do still think that I wouldn't play like other Dark Souls games because I've I've heard that Elden Ring is is easier than those games. So I probably won't be going back and playing 
Dark Souls or anything like that, but I do enjoy this one. Um, I'll get into my negatives here up when we get ready to talk about that uh, here in a minute. But for the most part, I've, I've definitely enjoyed it. You know, it's something that keeps me coming back to play. Uh, I think I told Marv the other night, like if they actually did DLC and expanded the map to other areas or gave us more areas, which I don't know if they're doing or not, but it's it's a game where you can continue to play for a long time if they actually give you more content. So, right. And I, I think this game definitely has a, uh, a lot of uh, potential for um, some major DLC, and I know we're I know we're going to be getting that for sure. So I'm just curious on how uh, they're going to implement that and how they're going to make the game more fun. Uh, I, yeah, I, I you know of course this game definitely definitely has its negatives. Uh, the in, this is a apparently a thing that has is kind of the status quo in all of the Dark Souls games with the stupid summoning system that they have in place for multiplayer i yeah. think the multiplayer us going through all that is fucking ridiculous and pointless <laughs> um you know I, I joke about it all the time i just say oh the game is hard i guess they want to make multiplayer hard too and everything hard i'm i just think that's you know i'm just doing five times the work just to you know have to experience playing with my friends i just think that's kind of stupid and pointless um and we also came we also just recently found out that certain areas once you beat the bosses for you can't return back well you're not not that you can't return back but you can't summon your friends back in that certain area so that's really stupid like i don't think i can explain how stupid that is like i understand that you may want people to move on or you want it to be a certain way for the difficulty level of the game but there could be things that you didn't touch on as a group in certain areas. And and that we know actually for sure that there are other bosses in certain areas that we didn't beat that we can't go back and join unless we actually manually like walk back from like halfway across the map, which I don't yeah. even think we can possibly do because a lot of stuff is, 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 uh, is uh, closed off like those white, you know, those white walls or those, those walls where you can't get past. So why would they do that? I have no idea. I think that they, they got caught up in trying to have this, oh, this game is going to be so hard. We got to make it ridiculously hard that they just do stupid stuff for no reason. And it's just like the level and comfort of ease that you could give players by being able to do that it would be real easy to do. And it's nothing that actually takes a lot of time or effort in doing. So I don't understand that at all. Yeah. I think my um, con to this game, even though I think it's gaming in my brain, is just like what Jay said, man technical aspects of this game so far as multiplayer connectivity being able to share things like all of that dog that's just it, a lot of that's just unnecessary bro like it's just highly unnecessary the whole point of the summoning system in general i think is by far probably one of the dumbest things i've ever seen ever i get the <laughs> point of it but it's just like it's too much dude like even the fact that i had to go get tools and items in order to craft things in order to enable myself to play with friends like gaming is supposed to connect people not disassociate people from one another and that's like a serious roadblock to disassociate everybody from playing together because it's kind of like well hey i gotta figure out how to do it i don't know how and you know it's just it's just a headache like nobody wants to go through that another thing too that i had with that is like I understand the fact of them wanting you to have your own experience with the game. And I'm actually kind of thankful because I, like I told y'all from the beginning, I think I said in the last podcast, I was like, I'm not playing this game unless it's, unless it's with y'all, but that's not how Elder Ring is set up. <clears throat> so you have to do stuff on your own. Right. And, and it's cool that they actually 
do that to a degree to make you play on your own a little bit. But what's really stupid is us having to do a mission three times. Um, Bruh. Like, I understand the whole, okay, have your own experience, and, and that's cool. But what they don't tell you is when, if I beat it, in my, if I beat Marjan in my game and I bring Jay and Marv in and we beat it, cool. If I go into Marv's game next, I lose half of my lives, half of my magic. Bruh. I lose everything going into his world. And so it's easier for me to die. It's harder for me to help help him kill somebody because if I'm a magic person, I've just lost four, four uh, magic flasks going into his world. So it's just like the things that they do are stupid. If you're going to at least make it to where I have to beat these guys three times, the least you could do is give me my magic flask and health flask going into this other world. If you want to level up the boss to make it to where he's a little harder because of that, then cool. But don't have the boss be just as hard, but I have half my stuff. Like that's that's ridiculous. So I never understood that. And then doing the stuff three times, like I said, but also like if we beat a guy, we should all get the rewards for beating the dude. Like it shouldn't be, right. oh, Marv gets the, right. gets the gets the sword this time. We gotta go back and do it again. Okay, Jay got the sword. Mar Marv, you need to get the sword. Do we gotta go back and do it again? And he gotta get the sword. Like it's just so, yeah. so stupid for the time that it takes you to beat these guys. Like when we first played Margin, it took us like two or three days to beat Margin. Like, and if we would have beat Margin in two or three days, and then everybody got it, and we could have kept moving on, that would have been really cool. Instead of us having to be like, okay, well now let's beat it for Marv, and it took us another day and a half to beat it for Marv. So I'm just like, the stuff is it's unnecessary. And I think they're doing it just to have people, you know, like the, the length of play and stuff like that. And that's cool. But it's just a lot of the stuff they do is just unnecessary. Highly, right. Highly right. necessary. Also, the invasion is just. Bruh. Um, the invasions are ridiculous. I mean, I think that I think there should be usually a lot of online games that have PVP and um pvp and and pve environments are in uh you know mechanics in the game you can have the choice to turn that shit off well you don't have the choice apparently in this game at least i haven't seen i don't know if you guys have seen any way to turn it off but at any point when we're going on our little adventures to take down the boss we're usually getting evaded multiple times throughout the day throughout the game uh our, our play our playthroughs and that shit gets annoying real fast real fast um some of these kids some of these guys are really powerful for first of all they're really powerful so i'm thinking a lot of them have beat the game probably already on new game plus and just right. now just jumping into other people's worlds to just cause havoc just because they it's can just, yeah it's just trolling at that point then here's a the crazy thing about it you have to go buy an item to prevent that from happening. Then here's another. So if I got to buy an item to prevent myself from being invaded and you make an invasion that easy, why don't you make me being able to summon my friends easier? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like, that's like when we was up here uh, trying to fight that big dude in the Capitol grounds and we just chilling and that dude basically invaded. We didn't notice and he was just sitting in the corner just came down and smoked everyone. Yep. And then we have to go back through the whole process of getting back to the grace, summoning everybody in, defeating connectivity issues, which sometimes happens, and so forth. Like, that's annoying. No one wants to do that. It's annoying too. And and just like like you were just saying with, with you know, making it hard for everybody to jump in. But the whole flower system is stupid because it's like 
if I lose and I got to call y'all back in, I got to use two more flowers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and right. you get to a certain point in the game where like in the beginning, yes, flowers are abundant and you can get them a lot. But when you get to some of the later parts of the game, like we're in right now, there ain't, ain't no flowers in, 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 in the area we're in. We're in snow. Ain't no flowers up there. Like, <laughs> I, I, I had like 36 flowers, but you can go through 36 flowers in three days. So now I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I got to go all the way back across the map, gather 20 flags, just try to get 10 more uh, furling call remedies or whatever they're called. And it's just stupid, man. It's just, there's no, there's no point for it. Yep. Yep. I, I want to touch back too on the narrative part aspect of it. You know, um, I, I don't necessarily agree with getting a story in like pieces and and maybe it will work maybe it will work if you actually the quest lines were um visible in the aspect that i knew where, where i knew how yeah. to actually follow the quest lines yeah so that it could help me better but i don't like how i just have to randomly come across come across people and just hope that i feel i see them again to continue the quest line that you know i if I, I don't have time for that, do you know what I'm saying? I, don't, I really, I really don't have time for that. Thank God for YouTube, you know what I'm saying? I'm just about to and just about to I think, I think the producers of the game, uh, they probably need to think about that because I think you know, of course, you're gonna have the gamers that play the game all day, 24/7, so they they can answer our questions for us and stuff like that. But for the normal average player that's playing, picking up the game, trying to you know just normally experience it, they're gonna be fucking clueless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and they're going to have to rely. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to have to rely on, you know, going to YouTube to help them figure out these these paths and quest lines because, you know, so you have a conversation with one dude and he talks about it and but, and that's them. Then the conversation ends. You don't know that this he's part of a bigger thing. In a you story. don't show up on your map marking it to where you to go. Nothing. Right, so you just happen to see him, you know, you know, maybe you may you have you probably played this game for two months, and you even you may finally have come across this dude again. Right, <laughs> he's like, oh wow, oh there's something else to do. Oh wow, it's just it's just you know weird. And for example, you know, EJ's doing a, he did a quest line, he just done some kind of quest line, and now the guy that makes the most powerful stones for your legendary weapons is no longer available for him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like and trying to find basic things. Like I'm right. trying to find smithing stones. And it's just like, man, I gotta go through like hoops and these backdoor tricks in order to get basic things to make weapons stronger. And it's like, why am I having to do this? Yep. Right, right. And and I, I think, you know, I, I you know, I watched some videos and this one dude was doing an essay about it. He was saying how you know, you know, it seems like, you know, the formula for these, these souls type games, they work, you know, they, they're very successful for the most part, but as a long time souls player for this guy, he was saying that he would love to see some, some updates to the formula because now like even with Elden Ring, even though he thinks Elden Ring is really fun, it's just, it, it, it literally, it literally could be Dark Souls 4, just open world. Mm -hmm. And 
and he was saying like i will i, I want to see like a complete evolution let's see some some different shit and not the same thing he said but they're too he said it's like they're too conservative to want to change the formula but you know if it ain't them it'll be somebody else that'll that'll do that because uh, there's other souls like games that's doing these things better for example the star wars uh jedi um order game mm-hmm. i don't know if you yeah. knew you knew guys but that's a souls game that's a, so not by the it was created by you know bandai namco and this in in this company but it's a souls like game you um you, you, it, you fight the guys you got to go sit at a grace a grace like thing and then the, 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 the people respond uh, respond yep yeah, it's it's pretty it's, it's pretty like as much as a Souls game, but they do that their their version of it is way more different and fun. You you know, so you know, and then there's another anime game. Uh, it's called Cold Vein. It's a, a lot funner and it has similar it has similar a similar concept to this. And this is made by uh, I think the same people that created this too. And uh, it's and they just do it way better. So I just think. You know, I would for Elden Ring too, especially after they made all this damn money. They like, let's see a better evolution of it, man. Let's see, let's see some evolution. Let's see some some new changes. Now that you got a whole bunch of new players playing this for the first time, you have a bunch of folks playing this shit for that you probably would have never seen play this game, and now everyone's on it. It is, it is Elden Ring is definitely a phenomenon. And I one more thing I will say, um, you know, as I can keep stay on the narrative stuff. One of the worst parts about this game regarding the narrative is that remember when we for this for game got first announced and I know I don't know how excited you were Mar, but I know me and EJ were very excited because George R. R. Martin was taking part in the story. Mm-hmm. And we are big Game of Thrones fans. So I was excited. I'm like shit, oh we get George R. R. Martin is, is getting to the gaming space now? Oh shit, this is about to be something. I don't see George R. R. Martin shit in this fucking game. Like I don't, you know, where, where's the George R. R. Martin stuff? You know, what's, what, what did he, what did he contribute? Right. I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure this out, and I, I, and I just, I don't, I think that's, I don't know how much they use this stuff or if how much involvement he really, really had, but it, it felt like this was he was underutilized and it was a complete waste to even attach his name to this project because. We don't get to experience George R. R. Bar greatness when he actually does fucking write shit because you know he's still waiting on the last book to come out. But hey, uh, that's neither here or there. But I'm just saying, we won't get this. I, I don't feel like I experienced any, you know, good writing and good narrative because it is the narrative is just not there. He's like supposed that. to be all about story, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're bringing in a guy who's known for his storytelling, and then you make the game so just disjointed with the storytelling. That you could complete the game and not even get into most of the story elements by doing the side quests and stuff and doing the missions with people. So it's like, why bring him on for something like that? And then, like you said, to underutilize him where you don't even get to see his mark on the game is a travesty, honestly. It's something where you could have really used him to push the game forward, which I guess they use his name a lot. That made a lot of people like look at it more so probably than what happened before. But yeah, it was it's a waste for sure. I agree. Right. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Um like if you could just add one thing to it, what would you add to it? Besides like making multiplayer easier. Because <laughs> honestly that's probably number one for for all of us. Uh besides um, making multiplayer okay. easier. Yeah. I'll let Jay go first. 
Uh, I would. Uh, I, I would. Yeah. Besides, that's the, that's that's kind of the big thing. It's kind of hard to avoid. This the multiplayer. Maybe. Um. I would. I would like more. Uh. Like gear. Like. Uh. I think there's a big. I think there's a big giant collection of weapons in the game. But as far as like, you know, armor and shit, um, I don't think there's a great variety in armor. Like you, 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 you know, mm-hmm. I think, I don't think like I, w- I wish there were like different types of. For example, like I'm a samurai, right? So I wish there were like, you know, m- you know, like maybe ten armor sets or something like that, maybe more. But there's only like three, and for for a world this expensive, I like I feel like I should be able to open a box and get you know all kind of brand new shit every time so i you know i want it because i want to be different than y'all too i want to be able to look i want us to be able to look completely different like i even like even with ej with your mark with your you know your wizard dr strange shit you know i don't know how many magical armor sets there are in the game to where you know to where you can actually be like you know different and 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 like you know have your own shit so i just wish they had more um options like i don't like the fact that when you go to some of the 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 merchants they're just selling you armor from the different classes no man give me some new shit you know what i'm saying give me some new shit so we can diversify it up like why are you selling me shit from this that he got i want you know some new complete shit so uh, hopefully with an update man with an update that would be great i think i I think i think that's something that could be done now um yeah you know so they could update that in the game for me that's for me I have to agree a little bit on that as well. I think a big thing for me too, if I change one thing about the game, I like the whole element of runes in that system somewhat, but like I really like traditional leveling systems. That's just me. So my thing is that the fact that like, okay, hey, I'm trying to make my character better, but at the same time, if I die, I lose all of the items that basically make my character better. Like that's ridiculous. If you think about it, just from a difficulty standpoint, if I figure out a way to just amass 20,000 runes, right? Like, there ought to be like a bank system. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. you can't pocket runes. You feel me? So my thing is like, right. okay, you find a boss and you got 150,000 runes. You die, bro. You got to go back to that spot to pick them back up. Like, if That's I got a pouch, I can just store them. And it's like, I'm good. I can just go back and pull them out if I need them later. Like, if you gave us the round table, which is where all this stuff is just in tandem and in static, like, why don't you just give me the ability to be able to store my stuff there? It just doesn't make any sense. So it creates this new level of just pointless difficulty because, like, okay, hey, I know I'm literally trying to work on this and I'm going to start rune farming, right? But, hey, I ain't been making a mistake and falling off a cliff. So now I got to go figure out how to get back to where that was because maybe I didn't touch a grace that was close and I got to work my way all the way back and not die, right, in order to get that 150 back. Like, and you already know it's impossible to do that in this game because anybody can get it. You can be the strongest character ever end up just getting packed out by 70 weak enemies and you die. That's just what it is. Right. So I wish that would change, personally. For me, um, I'm going to say something easy. <laughs> uh, I just need waypoints, bro. That's that's, that's what I need. Um, like, I, like y'all were saying, like, <laughs> someone who's never played these games before, yeah, like Jay said earlier, thank God for YouTube because literally I would not know anything in this game or where anything was or who to fight, who not to fight, who I can kill, who can't I kill without YouTube because 
all these YouTube gives you they give you a breakdown of like what to do, where to go, I need to do this question, you need to talk to this person and do that. Like if the game would just give you like a waypoint or if they would say like, okay, this is the location of certain, you know, tarnish in the area, go talk to them for quest or something like that. And then when I talk to them, like maybe there's a little point on the map, even if the map isn't lit up, but like it's like, okay, it's in this area. So you need to figure out a way to get to that area to get to them. Like that would be cool, but it's just like, I imagine playing these these quests and I look back on some of the stuff they told me to do and it's like if I didn't have YouTube to continue the video to see exactly where I need to go I would not know how to finish any of these quests um, they'll say like yeah. you need to go to the church and blah 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 if you ain't got your map to a certain point first of all you can't even see the area where they're telling you to go because there's no point on, no point on the map Bruh. and even when you do get there they just say go to the area so it's like it could literally be anywhere in this area. Like you're, you're not being specific. So it, it's just little things like waypoints and like the ability for them to show you like, okay, well maybe if you go to this area, this is like a story quest and it'll take you down this quest and it'll tell you more about the game. Like it don't tell you any of that. It's just, Bruh. you're in Elden Ring, go figure it out. And literally like I was telling Marv, I was talking to Jeezy <laughs> the other day, I could be playing this game for two years, bruh. And not figure out everything in this game, like what to do, where to go, because like I would have to literally go over every inch of this game to figure stuff out and find out, okay, well, I talked to this dude back six months ago, like Jay said, and I just saw him again. So what what, what was that quest again that he had me doing? Like it's it's too much. It's you don't remember nothing. Much. They need a, a system of showing you like where to go and what to do. You know, like a quest log or something, man. Or like, you know, it just makes, or like on Grand Theft Auto, you know how they used to put up points on the map to show you who was who? Like, hey, you go over here for exactly. this dude's missions, this person's missions. They don't do that here. It's like, oh, well, I've never seen that dude around this church. I got to go back and talk to him in full and then yada, 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 yada. Like, right. you know what I mean? Side quests, I know for a fact I'm a miss in this game for certain. Jaden got the summons of certain people that I'll never get because we didn't got too far. I can't mm -hmm. go back. So it's like, okay, that's just going forever. But how did I know? I didn't. <laughs> or like, for instance, uh, you know, true. me and you, Jay, we play Ghost of Tsushima. Like, that game doesn't directly tell you where to go, but it has a system where, like, the wind will show you, like, this is the direction you need to be going. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't right, tell right. you, okay, here's a, here's a blue path. Here's how to get there. But, like, the wind will show you if you're going in the right way, if you're not going the right way. When you get to a certain area, like it'll pick up, it'll slow down, like it it basically gives you like, okay, we're gonna help you but not tell you exactly where it is. Like this game don't even do that. So they gotta have some right. kind of system. I don't know what it is that they need to do, but it, they need a system to help propel people along the game so they can figure out these so they can see the storylines, learn more about the actual lore of Elden Ring. So, you know, that's 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 what I wanna see. Yep, I, I agree. I agree. Great. We'll see. All too well, as of right now, then, because um, it's still going to be a while before we beat the game, but do we want to go ahead and give it a score for right now? A, a working, a working yeah, score? Yeah, we can. We can. Out of, out of five, right? Yes, yep. You're doing that I mean, five routine. I, I do five. It's up to y'all. Y'all can use your own scale or whatever, but I, I do five. I know some four, people 4.75. Like 4.75. 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. 4. out of 5? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, four point seven out of five. Y'all know me. I don't do digits. I don't do decimals. <laughs> I keep it simple. So, <laughs> so I give Elder Ring a four out of five. You know what's crazy is I was gonna do that, but I thought about it the other night. I had a long, long think about this. Like the points matter, bro. Because if, if I don't have the point. A, a game could really not be a four. Like it could be like, oh, it's almost a four, or it could be almost a five. It's a both. Uh, I, I I do get your point, Jay. I will say this: I do get your point. But for me, right now, I'm gonna have to go three point eight out of five, and I'm gonna say it's almost a four. That's crazy. That's I'm gonna say it's almost a four, but the the multiplayer stuff really pisses me off. Like I don't think y'all understand. Like that first night when I bought this game and I got on, and y'all told me. I had to go back and fight a boss three times. That pissed me off. So it would probably have a 4.5 yeah. if that I'm, wouldn't have been the case. I'm very surprised, EJ, that you have stayed on. I know me and Marv was like, come on, you just got to get with it. It's what it is. But I'm very surprised because you, you was ready to give up. He was ready to give up. He was ready to give up. Yes, I was. This game is fire, bro. At the first, the thing about me with playing this game is that, like, I ain't gonna hold you. I used to be a super nerd, nigga. Like, I come from airplane Dungeons and Dragons, dog. So, long story on, on how he ended up doing that. <laughs> but, um, bro, I get the complexity of it, but sometimes I'm like, all right, bro, this is, a, this is a lot. But the thing is that, like, once you catch on, though, bam, you fire. Like, you, you won't stop because there's so many different ways you can go about playing the game. Right, right. Literally, like you can't play the game one way. Like you can do it multiple ways. Like, but three point eight is crazy. In my three point oh, it's it's a it's a four, people. It's it's a four. That's it, what it, that it's means. me. It's above. It's a little bit above a four. I'm like, we're all right, right and we all with the up. with the stuff he got as, as a dude who was a Halo fanatic. I still am. We're gonna be about to get in that in a minute. <laughs> it, it, it's popping Halo, cause like I'm just gonna be honest with you. Man, I oh. love, I love Halo, Infinite, bro. We would, we would be back on Halo. We would be back on Halo if you know they actually, you know, gave a reason for us to come back. But hopefully, it's mm -hmm. sad that we got to wait months in between. But you know, mm -hmm. it's probably a good thing because we probably would have skipped over Elder Ring if if it wasn't for this. To be honest, when you think about it, so it all worked out. True. All right, speaking of that, let's go ahead and get started then. True. Um, true. Halo season two is funny I texted the group the other day and Marvin said we ain't been on that in a minute which is true we have not been on Halo probably in about a month um, but I think we did all agree though once that last challenge came out and then they had the one uh, that was like tactical yeah I think awful. we all agreed like we won't be awful. on we will not be awful. on until season two starts <laughs> um, but I will say this the little trailer that I've seen for it um, it looks like they got some good stuff coming my way which at least will let me have a hundred, you know, hundred levels of battle pass play because it looks they got some good looking stuff on there. Um, I saw them bring the mode back that we like to have, like the Call of Duty esque smoke in the background, like you know, closing in on you. I think they're bringing that mode back too. So I've heard new modes, I've heard new maps. There's new character models, there's new armor. So I think we might be back on it in a minute, fellas. I'm just saying. <laughs> We go, we're going to see because I was having a lot of fun with Halo. My thing is just like it's, it's a lot of stuff. Halo has literally everything it needs to be successful and the devs and the programmers literally just won't do it. They literally have a archive of fire stuff that fans want. They won't do it. And I don't understand why. That tactical nonsense, y'all know how angry I got with that because I was like, bruh, 
I don't want to play this at all. And I'm decent at tactical. And I was like, bro, I don't want to play this. Like, why are you? And then the thing is, the incentive behind it was stupid. I'm like, ain't even nothing fire connected right. to this, bro. So it was like, man, don't do that bullshit again. Like, I don't want to play that. And then Elder Ring came along. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to throw my Xbox out after a while. And then hopefully the battle pass uh, I will improved. Like, hopefully they're giving people good stuff instead of just hard flops every time. Damn. Because once you get good, running through 100 levels is nothing. Mm-hmm. I realized that fast. And I told y'all, y'all know I maxed my levels out yep. before y'all. And I was just like, wait, it stop. You don't get nothing? I was like, oh, yeah, this is trash. Yeah. You gotta fix that too. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that uh they did announce two things. They said the mang the mangler uh was getting uh um decreased and, and yeah, uh basically got buffed. And the Ravenger is actually gonna be way stronger now. Hold on, hold on. What do you mean the mangler is uh, I feel like I feel like that, I feel like is he gonna get nerfed? Because I know the, I know that it wasn't going crazy. I know that much. I feel like it, it was down. I didn't exactly. I did. It says it. So I'm reading here. It says the Mangler was de- uh, debatably one of the game's best PvP weapons. It's it was not only that it was a powerful firearm because it took two body shot plus a headshot, got a kill, but it said it also had a blade affixed to the barrel, seriously increasing its melee damage. So if you shoot someone right before smacking them you'll get a kill so all you had to do was smack all shoot somebody and smack them and it was gone and that's how people were using it so they they weakened I, I it guess. because of that i guess um, i guess it yeah, shoots but too it, slow i feel like that's a down it shoots incredibly like that's what i'm saying word <laughs> like i'm gonna basically empty an entire clip in you from a distance before you'll ever be able to pinpoint hit me now i will say this the headshot damage on there is crazy though i know for a fact it's nuts because i didn't definitely didn't like either one shot it or two shot at somebody in the head and kills them instantaneously guarantee every time but you know I, i'm seeing though i'm seeing here is like a lot of the, the professional halo players from the halo teams were having issues with it i feel like if the main if your main audience isn't having really an issue with stuff like that then just only change it when you when people only because i know you can play like the halo pro you can play like the halo um on the rank modes now with a you know in the rank modes yeah you know maybe decrease it or something like that for the casuals you know the casual gameplay uh leave it alone um the ravager was the only weapon what well, was one uh one major weapon that i just felt was just we all i think we all can agree uh, the Ravager was just a pointless fucking weapon and didn't make any sense because um, it, it just it was just a weak weapon and it's little effect to have all that shit all on the ground the fire all on the ground did nothing. Um, you basically used that gun. You you that was just basically asking for you know asking for a death wish. Um, it's just so I'm just glad to hear that they upgraded. It's just sad, it's sad to be honest that I feel like they could have been made that stronger. So why I don't understand why we had to wait to see a, an increase in uh uh stats to that weapon in the next season so yeah, that's stupid to me i don't make any sense but um i'm i, I don't to be honest with us, i don't know if i'm excited for long wolves I, I really don't i'm not i'm not i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not because <laughs> yeah, i feel like uh, the reason here's the, the reason there is a reason man i feel like we're going to play the shit out of lone wolves just like we did the first season and then we're going to be in the same place again waiting for season Bruh. three and that part 
Right. So I'm like, I just don't like, is this really going to, is this season really going to get supported to want to want to bring players back? You know what I'm saying? Is this going to make me stick around longer? You know what I'm saying? That's the things I'm looking at. I just don't see it happen. I think we're going to enjoy it for like a month, maybe a month and a half or something. And then we go back to other games. Right. It's going to be on to the next. So, yeah. Right. I, I completely agree. I got a very strong intuition that that's going to happen. Because they say, oh, I mean, we're going to bring in new maps. It's, it's going to be like some lame map that no one asked for. Oh, well, if they really want to wow us, man, bring in new guns. Bring new yeah. guns. You want to yeah. get us in there? Guns. Tell you that right now. That would instantaneously draw more people back, bro. You bring the Spartan laser back or something else, man. Like, let's go. Let's go. I ain't got no choice but to check it out. But I don't yeah. think they're going to do that. I just, I just don't, I don't see it because if that was the case, they would have done it. Because these aren't like game altering things we're asking for. Like it's not like Call of Duty where it's like, hey, I literally need X, Y, I need this super broken thing to be fixed. It's like, dude, just literally, just implement implement that. You put this in the game, like just add that too. Like it's nothing, ma- it's nothing major that we're asking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll see. We will see, fellas. That's we true. will see. We're gonna give it a shot. We're gonna give it a shot, man. Thank God for Game Pass, <laughs> but you know. Uh, yep. Jay, why don't you tell us a little bit about? Uh, I know me and you heard about the game Star Wars Eclipse. Um, I'm seeing that it might be canceled. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, more about that? Thank you. So, Star Wars Eclipse was announced uh, uh, at uh, I can't remember. Was it? It wasn't E3. It was at the Game Awards. Yes, it was at the Game Awards, and no one knew what the hell this shit was, but it looked exciting as fuck uh excuse my language exciting as hell and um man it, it looked amazing it, it we did know that it was going to be one of the first games that take place in the high republic era which is what star wars is currently focusing on now uh, an era where uh, many of the jedi the jedi are at its they're at their best it's like the the era where there's plenty of jedi um the sith are really like have been kind of uh defeated for the most part are are in or are in hiding um and we really don't see their return until like you know the events of of the main star wars series um so uh, a lot of people there was no gameplay for the most part we saw little bits and pieces of familiar characters like yoda but we didn't we're not unsure of what was happening well apparently this game is very early in development very early in development and we got news uh in march that Star Wars Eclipse may not see a release until 2027. Jesus Christ. 2027. We might have a brand new console, buddy. 420s and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Right. They may have a brand new engine to slap on that thing. Wow. Right. So, apparently, there's... uh, a couple of things that's going on with Quantum Dreams, which uh, is over developing the game. Well, right now they're going through a whole acquisition where they're being acquisitioned or whatever the word is. But yeah, it's just, uh, they're just going through, Quantum Dream is just going through development issues where this this game might not see the light of day, to be honest. I don't even know if it's gonna make it to 2027. I don't, you know, we don't even know the world is going to be here by 2027, to be honest, the way things are going now. <laughs> uh, 
Yep. So that's 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 not good news to me. That's not good news to me. Um, I was actually excited, and I I don't understand things like this to be honest. I don't understand. We talk, did we? We talk about this all the time. Companies announcing shit before anything ever gets like truly developed. You know, <laughs> all the time. I think it's starting. I think it's starting to be kind of like what I was saying with the music game. It's to build hype, man. That's what we're in a hype society now. People use information to basically start forming think tanks so that they can glean information for demand so a lot of times people will sit up here and be like the same thing with cyberpunk they did cyberpunk is a pre-existing brand and, and uh title right so far as right. the books go and they put so much faith in like okay well we got this backlog of content so basically we kind of can glean this character from here and this is what it's going to be and blah 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 and then what we started hearing oh this is an over ambitious title and blah 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 then the pandemic happened and what we get this garbage game that we got now, even though honestly, if they would have delayed it for probably, in my opinion, another year and a half or two years, the game probably did game of the year. Right. Easy. Right. Easy because of just content alone. But companies want that bag, man. They want that money. They want it fast. They want it quick. And they want to be able to have guarantees for these stockholders, man, to be able to get it back. And I don't necessarily like that because it's starting to form a culture of crunch and greed around the game industry and it's not really have leaving a space for creators to actually create good games. Now granted, a lot of game snobs be out here like, well, you know, you got Nintendo Switch and blah, 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 and all these other consoles. Very these indie studios are still making great games. It's like, I get that for the sake of gaming, but it's like, bruh, let's be honest, man. Most people are casual gamers and even heavy gamers, man. They got titles that they love that they just basically are invested in because that's just what they do. And we know how the content cycle goes. This isn't the day of when we were in college, you know, in like 2011, back to 07, where it's like, okay, you got a game a year and that was the rotation and you just traded in at GameStop and you got the newer edition. It's like, they're not doing that anymore because games are bigger. They're requiring more resources. They're requiring more memory, more space, all of that jazz. So they're not gonna consistently do that year after year because that's too much money expounded versus like, hey, we can make this one game and just consistently add on it and create slightly less work for the devs, right? And make more capital off of it in the stretch, which is smart. I get that. And honestly, it's more feasible because look, think about like how you like Mass Effect, Jay. Like if you are a, a true diehard Mass Effect fan, like adding more content into that, it works. The same thing when I was on The Division. I love The Division. They kept adding content on it and had a huge content calendar, but it fell short. So the thing is, is that like they got the potential to make it happen. It's just that they're 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 basically conflating and letting money get in the way versus taking your time and being intentional with making a good product. And I feel like what these corporate heads don't understand in these suits and these investors is that like that's how you get the money. Call of Duty Warzone got all that money because one, Call of Duty's been terrible for years. So Warzone, it was new and it was something that remotely worked. It wasn't even that great. If you want to think about it, it was right. so much stuff broken with Warzone. But since it was so new, people bought into it. People like newness. And then don't give them newness into something that's consistent. Man, you pretty much have a fan for life. Why do you think people still play Apex, Fortnite, uh, Minecraft, all these other games? Because they're just making like simple things. They're not really recreating the wheel. That's true. Anything that's with true. GTA Online. GTA Online, bro, like... It's redundant at this point, but people still play it. They don't, man. You might as well say GTA Online is just an explicit version of The Sims, and The Sims technically via mods is pretty crazy now. But ain't nothing new with GTA Online. Imagine so if, imagine if The Sims 
had a world like GTA where you could buy your own house, you could drive around. That's it would be talking about the metaverse. It would be madness. They could be madness. Basically, the metaverse on steroids. They tried to allude to that and do something like that in the past, but they couldn't follow through. Because I, I, I'm a Sims player from the past. Like when I was in when I was in uh, middle school, I got on the Sims when they first started. And the potential for the Sims is limitless. They just they've only stayed in that in that same lane forever. They've hurt themselves. Yeah. Yep. And then the mod can then have to come out and make it make it crack, just like GTA did. Follow us on all social media platforms. Catch us over on Spotify at The Shoe Program and any other DSPs that you prefer to listen to podcasts on. Also follow us over on Instagram at The Shoe Program. Follow us on Twitter at SHU underscore program. And also tap in with us, man. Ask any questions. Feel free to follow, DM us, reach out. If you like anything, follow us on YouTube. Please let us know, man. We really, really appreciate you all listening. We appreciate you all's feedback and tapping in with us content-wise, man. We would love to get to know you and figure out who's listening to us and what you all would like to see and just for showing us consistent love week after week. Thank you all so much. Peace.